0: you doing today welcome to today's episode my name is shell njogu producer and host of swan podcast and i am so excited for you to listen to today's episode now i know if you're somewhere at the age of 20 something you have maybe graduated from college and you've started working or you're in the verge of looking for employment and starting your career trying to figure out life, you have experienced breakup in your friendships. Uh the most kind, um the most famous type of friend uh, breakup is the boyf- boyfriend girlfriend. But something that we don't talk about and it affects us is the friendships break up because if you have a bestie, then you break up or you go separate ways or you just grow um, in separate ways. That things things, and we... I found myself in that situation and as I was talking to some of my friends they have also been in such a situation where you thought that we were cool with this person but then you realize that you're not talking anymore you're the one who is reaching out they are not and the next thing you know They are posting about their engagement or they are having a baby on social media and you're there wondering, oh my God, what happened? Why, Why couldn't they tell me that I thought that we were cool, that we were friends? Why didn't they think of sharing such great news with me? Why do I have to learn it from social media? How did we even grow apart? And these it's normal to break up. Some people will say that there are friendships that that are seasonal as much as they are seasonal. sometimes they're not prepared for such breakup because you thought, "Oh, this is my bestie and we are going to spend our lives together that we are going to probably get married together i don't think whether it's ideal but hey that we are going to grow all together and everything but then it doesn't happen to help me talk about this i decided to get an older sister and her name is carol oyola she's the host of Overcome Today podcast, such an inspiring platform where she brings in people, uh, mostly women from different walks, and they get to share their stories. and It's such um, an insightful uh, podcast that I highly, highly recommend. And I look up to her in so many things as a newbie in this podcasting world. Today's podcast is about friendship breakups um, and I just can't wait for you to listening to our conversation. Make sure you hang on till the end because I have a very special announcement to make and I can't wait wait for you to be a part of it and a part of that movement for now listen to our conversation about friendship breakups with the Overcome Today podcast host Cairo Oyola. Mm-hmm. I I found myself my friend and I we found ourselves mm-hmm. in this uh place where we had friends we we were in different campuses we met when we Mm -hmm. were almost done with our uh, campus and so we had different friends and Mm -hmm. we found ourselves especially this year in a space where it's like the friends we had have taken a different direction and Mm -hmm. and it's like we just stopped talking and Mm. you find out that they are pregnant on social media or they got engaged on social media Mm. and you just wonder what happened and you get hurt. Like my friend, they didn't even think of sending me a text and that Mm. made us think, oh, first we weren't prepared of such that we can fall off. Uh mm. just out of nothing um and mm. and I thought uh because we we are both in our twenties, let me bring someone who is a little bit older and maybe they can <laughs> share uh like mm. their experiences uh for us, we mm. feel like we weren't prepared, and I don't think anyone can prepare you for that, and so mm the first question like, what was your first experience with separation um, from your friend that you had, Mm. uh, that you related quite well, but somehow you just stopped talking.
1: Mm. Hey, okay. So um, (laughs) I'm trying to remember when was the first one. However, um, I have always been an introvert and sort of what people would consider a loner. So yes, I can make uh, friends easily, but um, for us to be like, you know, that really close and all that, that's, that takes time. And so I think for me, my first experience must have been when, um, I think when I got, when I got married, Yeah, when I got married so there's a friend of mine um, who were very close then and so she I mean she knew obviously I was dating this guy and she knew that you know the engagement and all that time social media wasn't really that big Um, those were the days for high five and Myspace and then eventually Facebook came in Um, and so yeah, in my 20s, Facebook was there. So, Facebook had just started. So, we weren't, we just use Facebook to vent or share photos if we could. Um, and so, I think when I got married, they, I feel she didn't initially communicate, but I noticed there was, you know, she stopped communicating a lot. She was not texting as much. Um, she wasn't calling. And maybe when sometimes I call, you know, those one word answers for, how are you? I'm fine. And usually it would be like, how are you? Oh, I'm good, I'm doing this, I'm doing this, I'm going through this and that. Um, And so I think it was maybe like, I I, I mean, for me, I don't force myself on anyone. So it reached a point where I felt, okay, I think that she maybe perhaps is going through something. And I remember writing to her and telling if you are going through an issue, please let me know. Um, And we see how we can, you know, work that out. Um, but clearly she didn't respond. And with time, I just realized, oh, yeah, I haven't spoken to this girl in a while. And so we met randomly a few years later. And that time I was pregnant. And, you know, it was an awkward moment because, you know, you've not talked, you don't even know what happened like how what drew you guys apart and when we're having a conversation with a group of friends um, she kind of brought it up uh, in the midst of their friends and I was like I, okay and I called her Kando and I said really what is it what is the problem because everybody's like you know you guys used to be friends what is it and she said you know you got married and I felt really bad. I felt like you ignored me. And I'm like, I didn't ignore you. If anything, I reached out, but you didn't respond. Um, So for her, I think she felt that because we were in different seasons of life that our friendship was no longer viable. (laughs) If there's any word like that. Um, So I think that was my first incident. Yeah.
0: Yeah, and some of these such separations cause hurt i remember mm. in i was in phone for my best friend sent me a, a card a success card and that's when i realized mm. that we we had to go in our separate ways in the next one month and i feel like crying and throughout mm. my campus i never made such um, such a friend because I was I always compared the friends with that girl and <laughs> yeah there was uh, mm. well there was hurt <laughs> I always joke with my friend mm. <clears throat> that whenever I say that I almost feel I, whenever I feel like crying I'm actually hurt uh, she jokes that I don't cry as mm. much but when I'm I feel Mm -hmm. like crying, I'm actually hurt. So let's talk about hurt Mm. when we separate how to be graceful and not to allow that bitterness to come over us uh, Mm. because in one way or the other, we feel betrayed uh, or maybe disrespected. Why didn't you talk, Mm. uh, maybe tell me that you felt like this and this instead of just mm-hmm. cutting the relationship off?
1: Yeah. Um, so I think, first of all, even before you get to those feelings of bitterness, as it will take time or resentment, but um, I think sometimes and which this is very normal, it's very normal for us because we're human to want to just, uh, what is it called? like not even want to understand the situation for or the cause of the separation um, and just make a judgment. And now we are, you know, we have that person. And at the same time, this also has a thing with age because in our twenties is when are, I'll call it, I think mm-hmm. when it starts maybe from when we are t- So when you're a teenager, you know, before you're 20, there's a certain way you'll behave with your friends. And of course, you know, when things go wrong, you guys won't talk and you'll go gossiping to other people. Oh, this person hurt me. Oh, me, I don't even want their stories. Me, me, me. Then in your twenties, I think it's more of a confusion <laughs> of what just happened. Yeah. Why is this person not talking to me? And that's why I think the bitterness and the resentment may come in. But when you get into your thirties, you, you reach a point, I think you're just like, ah, okay. Imagine if they've decided they want to So there are two options. You can either decide to have the conversation with the person or just let it go. Um, But I think before you even let that bitterness or resentment come in, you need to first figure out, first of all, what is happening from that person's side. Um, Because for us, maybe you may see, let me give an example. Like for my friend, I didn't know that me getting married would make her feel um, she can no longer talk to me or relate to me because she thought, you know, now you're married, you're in a different level and me, I'm yeah, I'm here. But the thing is, if I did not maybe ask her, I tried reaching out to her, but she didn't respond. Um, for me, it's sort of confused me for a while, but I see before I could quickly judge that she doesn't want to be my friend anymore oh. or Um, she hates me. I don't know, just have random ideas we get in our head. It's important for us to have the conversation. Not to say that every time you have that conversation or even find out why your friend, why you guys separated will mean reconciliation after that. It's not necessarily that. Sometimes it may mean you guys will no longer be friends. And that's okay, because I feel we go through seasons of our lives where friends come and go, there are people who are lucky enough to be friends with somebody who was in nursery with them. And that's great. Like, that's fine. You guys were able to withstand the years and the test of time and everything. But you do realize as you grow older that there are some friends who are for a season. Others um, you know, things happen, others may be even jealous of you for any reason, they may not say it, but then you start to notice how they also relate with you. Um, so I think when it comes to bitterness and resentment, first figure out what the issue is. And then from there, be willing to accept two options. Either we reconcile, ama, to Tuachane for good, um, but at the same time, if you do not, if you're not able to get the reason as to why that has happened, I think that is why you just leave it to God and figure out how he can help you um, deal with that bitterness. I'm not saying, and this, it's very hard to also give this sort of advice because it's not a one-size-fits-all thing. There are some friendships that are deep, there are people who are deeply wounded by friends. There are others that, you know, for me, like me and this friend of mine, it's seasons. I mean, just the different seasons we were in. For others, it's like, you know, full on betrayal and that will take time. Um, so I think it's just knowing the situation you're in. Um, I'm not saying it's a one size fits all. I think it also depends on the situation. But of course, um, as believers, we cannot say that I will let the bitterness and the anger continue festering in me. That one, you have to deal with it.
0: Yeah. You have touched on it how now there are friends that there was just a drift, and I think that's what we were expressing in the first points. Mm-hmm. And then there are friends that are that um maybe manipulative, you realize that they are gossiping you, they are mm-hmm. just toxic. How do you now break up from such? Mm-hmm. Uh, in a graceful manner, um, mm. because you don't want to approach someone and tell them, uh, you know your this and this. Uh, you, do this mm. you do this. You do this.
1: You do this. So, how to let go of toxic friendships? <laughs> Once again, this depends on age. <laughs> Because in your 20s, you might be want to be graceful. In your 30s, you may just bounce. <laughs> um, there's just a, no, I don't call it a don't care attitude, but I think there's something that happens in your 30s that you're a bit more aware of yourself. And I'm not saying that also happens to everybody, but there's just a you're a bit more confident in who you are. For your 20s, I mean, for cutting off toxic friends, I don't, I don't think there's really a nice way of doing it. I'll be honest. And maybe somebody can help me know that because toxic friendships, even if you try and be gracious, they may gaslight you or may try and manipulate you into thinking that what you're doing is wrong. Um, you know, they may you may say like, okay, hey, I um, to be honest, I don't think we can be friends anymore. I think we're in different seasons of our life. And yeah, um, just know that I've always appreciated your support as a friend. I think as we move on, blah, blah, blah. Some people may take it kindly and just, there are others who will be like, hey, what do you mean? You know, you're the one with the problem. Kwani, what is the problem? Then, you know, it just becomes a whole nother issue. So I think it also depends on the level of toxicity. If you know this is a kind of person, because if you're saying it's a toxic friendship, you know this person. If you know it's the kind of person who will either try and manipulate you or gaslight you into um, still wanting to be nasty um, or to stay in the friendship, um, that's the one you just have to say your goodbyes and just cut it off and not be sort of sucked into that manipulation. Um, If they choose to, you know, there are some who may even decide to go and talk, badly about you and you are yet being gracious and you have to accept that scenario if that's the case so as I said I think it depends on your level of maturity as a person it depends on who you are as a person if you um, if you know who you are Um, and also if you really care about the fact that you really want you can't thrive in this type of friendship it's just a thing of show me your friends and I tell you who you are so if your friends who have let me go with the latest Kenyan trend your friends you're hanging out with people who are in wash wash business and you're just thinking oh I can't let go it's a toxic relationship but come on Uh, you'll have to find a way out Um, so I think it's there's no I don't think there's any gracious way of doing it you just have to do it um, for the sake of your sanity, for the sake of your faith, for the sake of you even as a person, your overall well-being.
0: About the cut off culture, mm. we are in this culture. I wrote a poem last year. Last mm. year, I think so. Yeah, last year, where I talked about it's we are in the culture where it's like I'm waiting for my friend to step on my toe so that mm-hmm. i can immediately cut them off uh, mm-hmm. and i announced to the world that there are these and these people i have people record audios uh to mm-hmm. to show the whole world the kind of conversations that we had with this person just because they did they went against this and these uh, uh, or they hurt me in just one way it's it's enough Mm. for me to cut them out from my life Mm. instead of maybe confronting my friend and ask them or just let them know that whatever they did made me feel a certain way Mm. but we are in this culture where we are so quick to just cut our friends and yeah which it's bothering me because I don't think it's helpful when we are Mm. trying to grow when I'm trying to grow as an an individual and also growing in a society and Mm. just in this point I think I just want you to share or for us to share on the Mm. what's your view on the cut of culture and why shouldn't we why we should not encourage it
1: Mm. um so i know it's is that the one which is similar to cancel culture yeah (laughs) like sort of like i've canceled you (laughs) cut cut you
0: is that the same or not um i think there is the cancel culture there is the cancel, and there is the cutoff. cut off, because uh, oh, yeah. as as the uh, most of the people will for the celebrities. That's why. That's mm-hmm. when we cancel. Yeah, them. that's the cancel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but for the friends, that's when we say, uh, "In this year, I'm not accepting toxicity, I'm mm-hmm. cutting off this and these friends." as we have decided to do this and this Mm. and I wonder can we just sit down for a second think are you actually the toxic friend are you the one who should be cut off actually (laughs) Uh, (laughs) because you're just looking at other people's faults and you're not Mm. looking at yourself there is this uh, guy I listened to, there are a couple, Chad and Tory Masters. Mm-hmm. Chad says that uh, people are messy. Therefore, mm-hmm. their uh, relationships are messy. What we need to do is to work around them. It's not mm-hmm. everything that our friends do to us uh, is enough for us to say, I don't need them anymore in my life.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that 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 depends. I I don't want to say that we cannot we can entirely get rid of cut of culture. Let me. The first thing when you talked about it, the first verse. And I'm sorry. I I will come. I will maybe quote a few scriptures here. No, it's
0: okay.
1: um, Considering yes. Um, born again and this is a christian podcast as well yeah. um amos 3 do two walk together unless they have agreed or how can two people walk together um unless they agree and i know sometimes people use that in the marriage setting but um i also use it in friendship as well because um you realize that as you're it, as you get into different seasons or if you are let's say a believer and you know you still have your unsaved friends I'm not saying cut them off continuous I mean just do the whole cut off thing but what you know if you guys are not sharing the same values the same thought patterns then what's what's the point and that's just my thinking. As I said, again, this is an age thing as well. Um, but so I think the cut of culture is not necessarily, I don't think, I don't even want to call it a culture because it now makes it look, it goes against even the grain of Jesus's command of love your neighbor as you love yourself. But at the same time, you can love people from afar. And so that's why I said, even as you're letting go of some friends, have the conversation if they are willing to have a conversation i'm not saying it will be easy there are people who perhaps you've been friends for years and just because you're getting into a different season in life and you guys are not agreeing in what it is that you're walking through um they may decide to cut you off or you decide you reach a point where, okay, I can't keep going on with such friends. And so the cut of culture, I, I mean, that's, that's new to me. I haven't had it, I guess maybe it's, it's a new term, but um, I think it's important to really self reflect and do a reflection and not saying that the person cutting the other off is perfect, no. We are not all perfect, um, we are all sinners before God's eyes, and I think it's only in heaven where we'll be made perfect, but if we can have a reflection and see that, for example, you have this so-called, you know, I think we even need to understand what friends are, because I think sometimes we, may, we confuse acquaintances and friends, so some people are like, oh, that person is my friend, but maybe you talk to them like 15 years ago. I know I have that problem. Sometimes I'll say, oh, that person is my friend. Then my husband asks me, oh, you know, like I, and that time I don't even have their number. <laughs> you just spot them from, yeah. So friends is could be people you're constantly in communication with and, you know, they know your struggles or they know your battles and everything. But when you realize as you go along, that this person or these people are not we're not in line with our values I think that's where the so-called cut-off culture comes but I feel that cut-off is so strong (laughs) it's such a strong word um that it makes it feel like you know you just don't want anything to do with anyone, and it's it's okay in some instances. That is why I said it is okay in some instances, especially in toxic relationships or in a section where you feel um, this person is not adding any value in my life. If anything, they're taking away. I have had to let also go of friends who I realize that with time I'm the only one who's concerned about their well being. At no one point can they ever call me to say, "Hi, how are you doing?" But Mimi me, no mean me all and say, "What's up?" or oh, call ni, nee, 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 nee. so at some point it feels this is very one directional, like even me, I deserve to be asked, "How are you? You know maybe that time I'm dealing with um issues, big issues, but I just chose to find out how you are, and so yeah i i, I don't want to advocate for cut of culture." I just advocate for the, that, that it's okay to let go of friends, and that in every season of your life, you will find that you have friends who come and go. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I think that speaks to wisdom of when to fight for a friendship and when to let it go. Um, mm. it, I'm just surprised. You've never had people talk about New Year, New Me no 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 I'm saying the,
1: uh-huh. the word cut of culture is the one which oh. I've not had the one for okay. new year new me that one I've had that one I know there are people who say oh I am this and that and that's why I say for them yeah. I don't want to also judge them harshly and think that you know what their thing is wrong maybe they've also done like a self-reflection and they want to let me give an example maybe you want to you're an alcoholic and you want to get sober and you've made the you know you've even for example gone to rehab and you've changed your life maybe even perhaps you got born again and decided I am um, moving on with my life now I have not done AA I've not done Alcoholics Anonymous but what I see from the movies and from a few friends who have gone through it is that you're usually told if it's possible get yourself out of your that zone or that area where you are likely to relapse. So for example, um, there was a documentary watch and a guy said he had to move states. That was in America. He had to move states because if he stayed in his hometown, he would have gone back to cocaine. And that's what you would maybe call the cutoff cap. Like he literally like, because he said he can't go back to drugs. And so you have to start afresh and get new friends and everything. So it's the same way if, you're, if even the world, because sometimes some of these programs are not even Christian, but even them they recognize that if you're going to hang around certain friends, you're not going, you're definitely going to go back to your drinking ways. And so there are people who make this change and that's why I say some, some of their friends may think hmm, that one thinks they're better than us because now they don't, you know, they're not hanging out and everything. And it's fine. It's fine. But you in your relationship with God and you know how um, God is, you know, God even leads us to, I mean, is able to even direct us to the right friends. I've heard of people who get born again and they had not even a single Christian friend. And it happens. Maybe they didn't grow up in the church. Maybe they didn't have any Christian friends and they literally pray and ask, God, "God, give me friends. Give me a community of people who can walk with me. And he does. He hears every small prayer. So, um, yeah, yeah.
0: I I'm, I'm those people who prayed <laughs> because mm. again introvert <laughs> yeah uh, yeah we had to I, I just got to a point god I need a friend and mm. within maybe the next week I didn't count but yeah I found a friend he yeah no prayer is small
1: yeah yeah Good answer
0: yeah so thank you uh, that's all we had mm. Yeah, to talk about friends. Uh, So thank you for hanging out with me. Man, I hope you enjoyed that because I did. Uh, It was such a chill conversation. Um, And I'm grateful for you, Cairo. Thank you for taking your time to record this with me now it's time for the announcement drum rolls (laughs) um that's the most that i could do okay seriously we are going to have introspective november i'm not sure whether you were here last last year november we did thanksgiving november and it was very transformative i got to hear some really good testimonies and listen this year i wasn't planning on doing anything i i was honestly over it i wasn't i was not in the mood i didn't feel inspired uh I didn't feel like I had anything to give. But then one Saturday as I was preparing something, a certain presentation, a word came to, a statement came to mind. It said, I am great. And I thought, I am great. So I wrote the statement. Uh, because I was preparing something very important. And I said I'm, I'm going to think about it later. And now thinking about it uh, longer. I just I want to share about greatness. That you are great. In whatever situation that you are in. You're great. You're doing great. You have greatness in you. Uh nothing can stop you. You have it's greatness is intrinsically in you. I want to chat about it for the rest of the month of November and hopefully I'm going to feature some very interesting guests that are going to talk to share their journey of greatness and what they think greatness is to them and i hope that you get inspired to move forward uh no matter the choices that you have made in your past uh or your circumstances in the past and in the present uh Like, no matter what, whether you were fired last year or you don't know where to start yet, you're trying to figure out your career, everything, or you're restarting your life, uh, you want to change your route, whatever it is, I just want you to know that you're great. uh, Because that's what the whole of this year has been for me. And it's not that. I have like a uh, fruit that can be seen uh, physically, but I do know that inside me, there have been a lot of changes, and I just can't wait to talk about this. So coming November, the theme is, I am great November. That's the good news that I wanted to share with you because I want you to participate in it. I want you to talk to your friends about it, uh, to share on social media uh, about your greatness journey, what you're discovering at the moment, your career uh, that you decided to take on, that even despite your circumstances whether it's dealing with poverty, mental illness um, being fired whatever the thing is that you still have it in you to do what God sent you to do here on earth this
1: is one comes